0: Welcome to this episode of Shonen Flop, where we talk about manga series and shonen jump that didn't make it big. I'm David. I'm Jordan. This week, we're talking about Bocasan and we're joined by our guest today, Reborn. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us on this Hell yeah. very interesting manga journey. Oh, yes. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: My name is Reborn Pyro. I run a show called Shred It, where we take uh, toxic subreddits every week, and we uh, point and laugh at them. <laughs> That's
2: great. Wow, I bet you have some really cool guests on there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we do.
2: (laughs) Some really cool people who might be on an episode. Mm. I don't believe in
0: listening to podcasts or using Reddit, so I'll assume that Jordan is joking that he was on the show. (laughs) It's ironic because he is not a quality guest.
2: Oh, Got him. You know what, David? Fine. I'm just going to (laughs) leave. If you're going to treat me like this, I swear. My therapist says I should stop putting up with this shit, so whatever. (laughs) I love you. Thank you.
1: But no, he's uh, he's an amazing guest. Uh, the, the episode with him on it was really fun, and we're about to do another one shortly.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm jealous. I was on a recording on Friday with this dude, Dan, was British, who just joined the Discord about D&D items. So it's always fun to be on a show, because then you don't have to do any of the hard parts. You just get right? to talk for 45 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pyro, you didn't have to write the plot summary for this, so. So why don't we actually jump into, oh my god, Jordan, we completely forgot to determine section leaders. Oh boy ah oh, fuck it you know i'm just gonna call on whoever i feel this is like jazz i just want to be done talking about this series as soon as we can
2: <laughs> it's about the the people you don't call on <laughs>
0: let's get into the manga details this series was created by Yoshiyuki nishi who was a former assistant of takishi obata creator of death note and hakaru no go so clearly he didn't learn anything about making good manga whoa, whoa. what
2: Well, the thing is, apparently he was already successful. Like, I thought this was, like, the first series by a guy who was just starting out.
0: No, he made a few things. Oh, I was going to say that I wonder if the dude made Bakuman after he read this. Because Bakuman started, like, a year after the series. Like, okay, clearly I need to teach people how to make good manga. Because my (laughs) assistant didn't get it. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, this author's manga is not the best. His uh, more recent works are
0: (laughs) definitely... So that's a really good segue into his other works, I'll say. In terms of conventional other works, his most famous one was Mio to Rio, which actually got two anime seasons. Muyo to Roji. Sure, why not? Tucker's pulling his hair out right now. He is. That's fine. And so it actually was created before this series. So the timeline of the anime adaptation cuz it got adapted like 12 years after it was created. So I don't really understand how they adapted
2: something that old cuz that seems very strange. It feels like they were just like, "Fuck, we got to adapt something. Can't think of anything. Well, what about this manga that like I remember seeing one time like 12 years ago?" I was all right, "Okay, cool. Let's do it." Cuz it was adapted in 2018. Right, so it's just I don't know. I'm sure there's other cases. I mean, JoJo. Well, that didn't end, but you know, because JoJo. Oh yeah, so that's massive. the thing. JoJo got it because it was just so fucking massive that they were like, well, yeah, let's adapt to, like an incredibly popular manga. I don't know how this happened.
0: Maybe it was a favor or someone put in a request. Because what's he currently doing now, oh, guys? Boy. You want to say it, Pyro? I know you. I know you're
2: pretty interested in it. Okay, okay. I like how we're
0: like, we're gonna call him Reborn so it's not confusing what his name is, and then you just immediately switch I to- I told pyro. you I was gonna call him
2: Pyro. <laughs> You're the one who called him Reborn.
0: Yeah, I thought we agreed I on. Didn't reborn. Agree Alright, fuck it, what a-
1: there are two types of people, one that say reborn, the other that say pyro. They both have social anxiety. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, this guy creates a adult uh, anime drawings porn. on Twitter. He makes porn, yes, yes, yes. To be more explicit. AKA hentai. He also has a really cool VTuber model, and he is a VTuber on YouTube. He only plays Minecraft. Massive
2: titties on that VTuber model, massive ones.
1: After watching about you know fifteen minutes of the stream, I do have to say it retroactively
0: makes all of his works ten out of ten. I simp all hail the king. That's a very interesting reason to say that's why you thought this was a great manga, but <laughs> sure, we'll we'll definitely argue that at the end of
2: the just show. spending like two hours arguing about the quality of a VTuber's titties.
0: Yeah, I was really, really close to this being the series where we just don't talk about the manga and we do whatever, something else, because I was like, guys, let's just talk about, uh, I forget, like, Dan to Dan is not the way you're supposed to say it, but I forget the proper pronunciation of it, so I'm just going to keep saying it like that. Weren't
2: you on a podcast with that guy recently?
0: Dan, Yeah. Literally two days ago when we talked about Dungeons and Dragons. Told him how not planning sets you free. (laughs) You really are a jazz
2: guy, you know?
0: I really am. Anyway, this series ran from December 15, 2008 to April 27, 2009. So this, along with obviously Cool Shock BT, is never probably going to be beaten as the oldest series, but I think this might be slightly newer than Double Arts.
2: Yeah, Double Arts, I want to say was like
0: 2003. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. You mean BG. BG predated Bleach, so yeah.
2: Okay. I think Beachy and Double Arts came out around the same time. Mm, Sure. But anyway, this is definitely in the top
0: five oldest series. I think we've only read four series predating two thousand, Which is why the translation is so shit. Yeah. Around 2015 was when the standardized techniques for translating manga really, I would say, got established.
1: I was really surprised that this even got translated. Like, I know it's a fan translation. I know it, not, it never got translated officially. But Jesus, I am really surprised that there was a fan that wanted to translate right? this. Like, there is somebody who felt passion enough to put the work in to do this. And I am very confused.
2: wrote <laughs> the artist of uh, Fist of the North Star has mm-hmm. some manga that he put out before Fist of the North Star that has never been translated. So that has never been translated, and yet Bokasan was translated. I wonder if the he was just a fan of his porn
0: and wanted to see. I felt like this translation was weird was and that it- Yes, it kind of felt like it was translated by someone who took a lot of ESL classes, but never spoke to native English speakers. Like, it wasn't like blatantly bad English. It just read like someone who had never really actually talked in English before, if that makes sense. I
2: think that there is a mindset Among uh, inexperienced uh, fan translators where like you don't want to change anything because it ruins like the integrity of the manga, even though if you don't change anything, it's just like borderline unreadable.
0: It was a direct translation of literally what they were translating instead of them trying to make it seem like it was written in English. Be interesting to have like Stephen Paul read a chapter, you know, Stephen Paul, the official translator of One Piece and be like, here's where I can tell like what technique wise they did that just made this series kind of like a shit show. Name translation.
2: drop.
0: Yeah, he's a great guest. Um, he still comments on our Twitter sometimes, yeah. which is awesome. I tweeted about how AMC got rid of my favorite thing about their intro video. I have AMC Movie Pass, which is pretty rad. Have you guys been to an AMC theater in the last like two or three years? No. So AMC had like this generic video where they showed like a couple holding hands and like people drinking soda. And my favorite though is a dude with a giant bag of popcorn. He gets scared and he spills the popcorn over it, like the people sitting behind him. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And they <laughs> fucking took him out. Ugh! I was so pissed when I came back and he wasn't in that Wait, video Wait, do so you still anymore. have
2: the video? They just took him out? Now
0: he's just eating popcorn normally. That fucking sucks. I used to reenact it every time I spilled popcorn (laughs) all over Rachel. She doesn't even need to wear a poncho anymore because of that. She just does it anyway for fashion. Yes, but anyway, uh, (laughs) this series was 18 chapters in two volumes. Let's keep powering through this series, but I know it's going to be very hard to actually talk about it. But try as we might, we are champions of the medium, so let's get into Jordan's amazing, I really can't believe you're able to write about the series as well as you can, plot Mm -hmm. summary. Is it
1: cool if I do a Kermit the Frog voice? I <laughs> know hey, it's a terrible Kermit the Frog voice, but I don't want to give any
0: respect to the series and read it seriously.
2: <laughs> as long as people can tell what you're saying, yeah, go ahead so
0: I won't do my New Zealand voices. No, what don't, you don't, no. <laughs> All
2: right, Here's fine. the plot summary as best as I can do. A little girl's mom is murdered by a bokeh who are like shitty yokai or something, I guess. Uh, then there's a flash cut to Hino Kimuka, a quiet kid with telekinesis whose only friend is Seiyu, a girl whose life he saved when she fell out of a Ferris wheel 10 years ago by using psychic powers. She's got huge boobs because this is just that kind of series. She's got some real bokehs. Oh, yes, she does. He then finds out that he's the cat bokeh, Nikogami, and fights off the bokeh who killed the girl's mom from earlier. Turns out that they live in a weird town where the North and South districts hate each other. The South is made up almost entirely of Bokeh and the North is mostly humans, I think. So the South wants to murder all the humans in the North. They then meet a Bokeh guy named Abel, who's a rock star until he isn't. And he teaches Hino how not to suck. Popcorn David.
0: Turns out, the little girl is actually possessed by Akabako, the most powerful bokeh, who is a cow that causes natural disasters, and the South wants her so that they can genocide the North, which is, yeah, I was not expecting this to really be a Civil War metaphor. She unleashes her powers to save Abel, who double-crosses Hino and Sayu, only to then triple-cross and help them, but gets his arm cut off by his senpai. The little girl's powers are transferred to Sayu, because apparently you can only use them once, and she is nearby when it happens. Yeah,
2: that's, that's, uh, that's that's why that happened. Popcorn, popcorn Reborn Reeb. <laughs> I
0: was trying to say Reborn and Pyra at the same popcorn time. Reba. <laughs> yeah, Popcorn <laughs> Reba. We have Emmy Award-winning singer and actress Reba wow. on the show.
1: Uh, ha-ha. about now is when we find out that Hino is a creepy and long-lost brother. Sayo <laughs> turns into a dragon <laughs> version of Akabaka with deep powers are the Bokeh in town where Hino acts nicely. <laughs> also, the Bokeh you murdered the little girl's mom is Hino's brother, surprise, but he's weak now. Oh, shit, I almost forgot. At one point, they made a perfect frog. They Kermit the Frog, but he dies so fast it doesn't even exactly. matter.
0: Exactly, yeah. The Kermit the Frog, dude. Oh, we'll talk about him because we're in the character <laughs> section. So... Diving into the characters, we've got Hino uh, Kamuka. People think he's a loser because he <laughs> is. He has magic powers. He has vaguely described um, ESP. Not to be confused with ESPN because there is actually one of the few mangas that doesn't have a basketball or baseball saga. Yes, they
2: do have baseball. Yeah. When did they play baseball? Towards the end, you know that one dude who's like drawn all blocky and he's like really loud and annoying. Oh. And he's fuck. like, yeah, yeah, I wanna be like the best baseball guy ever and I wanna like <laughs> out of nowhere for exactly like probably less than one chapter and he never shows up again, it doesn't matter. So my assumption with that was that was before
1: that it was decided that the show was going to be cancelled and that was maybe like a mascot or lovable character they introduced for merchandise? To sell merchandise, yeah. <laughs> but because there's no other character that fits that description and then he sh- only shows up once and then it's immediately ham-fisted the end.
2: Weird, are you saying that there are plot threads in this manga that do not get fleshed out or continued at all? That's very. That's a very strange thing to suggest, how dare you?
0: No 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 yeah, no but no, that no, sounds like no. a good thing to say for the next section so let's get through the characters and then we can just dunk on the series for okay. 45 minutes but yeah, so he was a part of some vague experimentation program. He has PTSD, which is actually an element that I thought was a nugget of interesting. Not that it was very well implemented. And then he's got air powers that... Kind of? Probably the translation was bad. I just didn't really understand how he connected having cat powers and air. I guess maybe it's the whole how cats can't die from falling they thing. They
2: had so much bullshit onto him. Like so many additional powers. I don't know what the fuck to do, but... Uh- he's
0: my OP. Do not
2: steal. OC,
0: Sorry.
1: I actually, uh, paid very close attention to this, because, you know, I've never been on a show where I talked about a manga I read before, so I actually, like, looked at every panel multiple times to make sure I got what was going on. Because sometimes in a cluttered manga with small panels like this, it's really hard to tell. I think the psychic powers part was a mistranslation, because when they talk about him having wind powers, he does the thing where he opens his paw and it causes an air blast, and then he closes it and it draws things towards him.
2: He straight up, like, was bending a spoon in the flashback. They imply in a training session and other parts that all bokeh have basic telekinesis powers. Okay, you know what? Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. You couldn't follow that? I tried to defend
1: it. I tried to defend it.
0: (laughs) I'm going to be honest, Jordan. I really, really wanted to Riley method the series. And I actually did. And I was like, no, as the host, I should probably actually read the manga. So Mm. I had to go back and reread it. Because I read chapters 1 through 6, 10.
2: 13 and then the last three chapters if you ignore like half the bullshit that people say in this series it's it's uh it's better than it would be otherwise you heard it here first jordan if you didn't read (laughs) most of the series it's not bad it's like george costanza's
0: life where he's like you know what if you took everything i ever did in my life and you put into a week I would look like I really did something with that. <laughs> exactly.
2: Time. I do want to say the last, uh, the last couple things about, Hino is he lives all alone because his dad is a deadbeat and fails to send him money. It's like actually like really like kind of fucking sad. It's like chainsaw man. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, when I first
1: started reading it, I was like, oh, what is this? Is this like Kingdom Hearts where they're just never going to mention his parents? Do they not exist? And then near the end, they're like, oh, yeah, a a deadbeat dad. They patched a plot hole there, friends.
2: <laughs> yeah, a, a huge one.
0: Please don't compliment the series on this podcast.
2: <laughs> uh, we'll get into it. Uh, I have a lot of I have some thoughts about what they did right there. But yeah. Jordan Mister, having lots of thoughts.
0: Why don't you tell us about the other main character?
2: Shidro Seiyu. She's kind of like his childhood friend who became friends because she was so dumb that she fell out of a Ferris wheel and he saved her using telekinesis. I actually have a slight problem here. You called her a character. Oh, boom! (laughs) Bam!
0: The walking fanservice plot device character. the The
2: object, you mean, yeah.
0: Yes, the objects, objects of her. There's affection.
2: definitely one moment where um, they're playing bowling in the first chapter and she bowls and the two middle-aged cops are sitting behind her and one cop says to the other, ooh, did you get a look up at her, did you get a look up her skirt? And it's like, dude, she's 15.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely, it's just gross.
2: This series would lose absolutely nothing by
1: just having the characters be like 20-year-old people working at right? an office. Even when the school gets, like, cut in the middle, that could have just been an office building. Nothing changes in the plot by having them just be five years older. Yo, I
2: laughed out loud when I saw the school got cut in half. Like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) Doesn't he say, the scientist, is like, oh, that was just a prank? Yeah, he said it was just a prank,
2: bro!
1: (laughs) Commits war crime. Oh, it's just a prank, bro! Oh, my God. Yo, you know what's
0: a great prank, though? Pyro, why don't you tell us about the third main character, Abe, also known as Abel, depending because it kept changing in the translation I was reading.
1: This is the only good character in the entire mm-hmm, manga. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an ice eye patch. He has eye powers. He also has these weird tentacle powers. Like, he- he's introduced in the second chapter, and the first thing he does is freeze the room. The second thing he does is wrap the uh, walking plot device in tentacles.
2: Yeah, and he also calls her baby all the time. That was a little creepy. That's because he's Ice Ice Baby. Oh, so it's a JoJo reference. That's what it is, right? Who el- Who else would be Vanilla Ice? But yeah.
0: I mean this series had a fuck ton of Jojo references where they straight up say, this must be the work of an enemy, Bokeh. Yeah, I
2: do also want to say about Abe, or Abel, or Eberu, um, when he first shows up he's like a rock star, and that's his whole thing. Like, yeah, I, I have a guitar, I'm into like stuff from the 70s in America, and I'm speaking English, and then the next time they see him, he's like a butler they even like lampshade his
0: retcon he also reminds me a lot of the character glenn close from dungeons and daddies so shout out to a podcast that doesn't need us to shout him out because they literally make like a like maybe two hundred thousand dollars a month from Patreon. i mentioned
2: but. um that i have a podcast to a co-worker and you're just like oh is it like dungeons and daddies dude that show fucking slaps you should watch uh, it uh maybe i will then but yeah the thing is it's like you were definitely supposed to notice like it didn't feel like a retcon so much as a joke that never got paid off.
1: Honestly, my theory would be that the author or the mangaka wanted to introduce another character to fulfill the butler role, <laughs> but he also didn't have an idea, so he says, I'm just going to bring the cool guitar-playing librarian
2: back. Oh, and also he's, uh, he's a revolver ocelot, because he like double-crossed uh, Hino to uh, I don't know be a bad guy and then it turns out that his boss was like no I want to kill you because you're just like because you fucked up once or maybe had some kind of little thing so he just triple crossed and turned onto his side or whatever I don't fucking know
0: he also is kind of like a mentor like he trains
2: him and the next
0: character so I guess it's like a good segue into talking about (sighs) Mickey
2: how are you gonna have a high school manga without the fucking pervert German frogman,
0: because he pronounces all of his S's like Z's, which I guess is the only thing the author knew about how Germans
2: talk, which isn't even true. Dude, I didn't know what the fuck was going on there. Like, the first time he shows up, he doesn't do it, and then the next chapter, he's doing it constantly. Oh, yeah. I gotta be honest with this character. be honest, yeah.
1: When I first saw his frog form, I was like, oh, a male version of that uh, girl from My Hero Academia. Maybe maybe there's a OTP here.
2: Oh, yeah, the best girl. (laughs) Well, it's more like if you took everybody's least favorite character from My Hero Academia, Minato, and then just made him into Suya.
0: Yeah, yeah, this character, he's, he's dumb. He dies in three chapters because the series can't keep any of its characters relevant. Listen, listen, that was the only good decision made here. I completely
2: agree. You know you're fucking up when you kill off a character who's like a kid and the main character's friend. I get happy. He's a fucking creep. Like, he's constantly creeping on Seiyu. His power is he takes photos of people and then can, like, touch them through the photos. So he takes a picture of Seiyu and then gropes her thigh by putting his hand into the photo. I
1: really don't understand why he was like, oh, you're groping my friend. Haha, ha.
0: but wait, let's be friends,
1: actually. I'm not right? here to kill you.
0: And apparently he was the hero of the town because the main character is like, oh, I can't protect everyone like Miki did, where apparently Miki's power of
2: molestation was really what was keeping the balance <laughs> and society thriving. And they don't explain it. At all. That was like a little payment for protecting her. You know, that's how that works. It's yeah. a really nice kind of relationship dynamic to set it's up. It's so bad. They also say he doesn't know how to use his powers because they have to do training gear. So
0: how is he already the most powerful person in the town? But he didn't know how to do jack shit. Yeah, He seems
2: to understand how to use his powers more than the main character. I love that he died. But at the same time... Ribbit in peace. He
1: literally had the power to take a picture of the samurai guy and just grab his arm so he doesn't swing his sword. Like, he was like, no, I must jump in front of the blade. He he has the only <laughs> power in the series that would allow him to win that fight. I don't... I, I read that and I was like, <laughs> I just don't understand. He has a camera on him.
0: I, that I, connects really well to the next character. So was that samurai guy Kokuto? Or is Kokuto a completely separate person that just looked exactly the same but had giant boobs?
1: There was a comment like, uh, when she's more transformed, it looks like a girl.
0: So she just fights as a human for the rest of the series? Yeah, she
2: never transforms again. Okay,
0: I was really confused. I thought they just retconned it, like, in part six. I mean, they did effectively retcon it. You mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's fucking stupid-ass, stupid-ass, fucking terrible writing. (laughs) This series sucks, too. (laughs) Uh, uh, David doesn't like part six. I like part six, but that was bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Uh I see one more character listed. So that character doesn't fucking matter. Let's go into why I failed, because we're we just that's effectively what every section's gonna say. Oh, t- no,
1: no, 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 I, I want to talk about the no, lady. no,
0: oh, fine. There's not Fuck. much to say about her, but it's something. So,
1: the reporter lady gets the most plot build-up out of any other character in the show. So, the main character, it kind of feels like all the fights are one-off fights, there's no real build-up. I mean, at the end of the series, fucking the chapter before the final one, it's revealed he had a brother the entire time, and sure that's why he has trauma. Yeah,
2: what the fuck was that?
1: Yeah, it was like, oh shit, I forgot to introduce a family, let me give him parents and a brother (laughs) real- But the reporter lady actually had a lot of buildup. So she was in the first chapter reporting on, uh, you know, the main character saving his girlfriend through psychokinetic powers or wind powers, whatever the case is. We see her a little bit later. She's trying to figure out what's going on. She sees like three people get murdered in the middle of the street. I think we see her two more times before she dies. It's weird because it's like the series becomes slice of life Does for a she chapter. Die? Yeah, so it becomes Slice of Life. The main character has a job now, and he's moving boxes, and she pushes boxes on top of him, and she records it, and then she kind of kidnaps him. She shows him a video, and then she- he gets in her van for some reason they don't really say where they're going and then they get attacked and the main character runs away from the van and she's sitting next to the van and then the van explodes they gave this plot line more build up than literally anything in the series just for her to get
2: blown up I didn't remember (laughs) that she died she's just a character who really is a walking plot device more so than anything else because it's like if the writer needs to justify something like I feel like he was just like what character can I have come back again oh I know I'll have adult lady stalk this 15-year-old boy for, like, three months straight. That's the thing.
1: I, I, I have issues calling her at the vice because, you know, she forces him to get in the van, but there's no... She's just forcing kids in a van. <laughs> she shows them a video, next panel, they're in a van together, like, there's no plot, there's no plot device, it's just, oh, they're suddenly in a van, where are they going? <laughs> I don't fucking know, the van gets attacked anyway,
2: doesn't explain anything, no, she was just there. Well, she's also the one who points out that the main character has a brother.
1: Oh, was that, <laughs> was that her character's only purpose? Yeah.
0: She was like, you see that part that's ripped out where it's you and your dad and someone else? That's not your mom, bitch. Psych. You don't have, have a, a brother. Yeah, you have two dads <laughs> and one of them's your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was actually the censorship and it really was he had two dads and this was like the most LGBT friendly series. That would track with Shonen Jump. In 2008, that would have been really progressive to have a character with two dads in Shonen Jump.
2: <laughs> one of them being a child. <laughs>
0: That's my official headcanon, is that character is actually his
1: dad. The most progressive series that came out in 2008 was Speedgrapher. Dab, dab, dab.
0: I have no idea what that is. We're gonna
1: go off on a tangent. I apologize. So apparently there's these angels that give people fetish superpowers because of a virus. Basically, whatever your fetish is, your superpower is. The main character gets a camera, he takes a picture, blows things up. Because he has a fetish for war photos. It sounds like a ridiculous premise. I got together with friends to watch it as a joke, like we were going to laugh at it from just the premise. And then it was like one of the best shows I've ever seen. There are like openly gay characters or openly trans characters or openly cross dressers. That's pretty cool.
0: It's like how Iran High School Host Club just randomly has a non-binary character as their main protagonist. Anyway,
2: yeah, let's uh, let's get let's move on to uh, talking more about why this series fucking is terrible. (laughs) Yes. Rob Pyro, why don't you, do the honor of starting this conversation, telling us what was
0: something that really stood out to you as to why you didn't like this series? Or sorry, let me rephrase that. That was a leading <laughs> question, Your Honor. Pyro, why don't you tell me something that you didn't like about the series that really stood out to you?
1: The ending, by far. I could list off other things, but Jesus Christ! You know, if your show can have a better ending by just being an isekai <laughs> and by virtue of the main character going back home, then you have fucked up. You have done something horrendous. Uh, this show, the ending, right? So basically, all the bouquet, all all the people with superpowers, all the Men yes all the x-men are in one town together there's a festival all the humans get turned into cards all the bouquet start getting turned into cards except one the main character and then spoiler alert, it's the main character's
2: brother he kills all the bad guys he's like haha i betrayed them to save you fuck you the main character's brother who was just introduced like a pre like literally the, the last chapter and then it's a huge reveal that he was the original evil bad guy who killed uh the little girl's mom in chapter one yeah that was him
1: yeah i feel like they added a panel like they made it look like it was a flashback to the first chapter but i don't think that was a panel in the first chapter where it showed him going oh i didn't expect to see you here but he never said that in the first <laughs> fight and they literally retconned dialogue <laughs> they're recounting events from three months ago in the manga yeah oda this was not but okay, so it was so bad because he all the bad guys mm-hmm. are dead. The main character walks up to this MacGuffin. She can revive everybody. He's like, ha ha, turn all the bokeh into humans.
2: He does the House of M, uh, Scarlet Witch, No More Mutants Sing. No, Jordan, it's the ending of Mora King. That is mean to Mora King. I know. All the Bokeh are already dead
1: except for him at that point. So that means all the Bokeh are revived and then turned into humans. Yeah. So all these mass murdering Bokeh, because they said like 95% of all Bokeh were uh, mass murderers, right? They, they were from the South. They were the bad guys. They wanted racial purity. They literally
2: say racial purity, which blew my mind when I read that. Like, the Bokeh are a race? That was insane.
1: So all of a sudden, all these mass murders are just brought back to life. And it's like, LOL, okay." Now, if they would have followed this by, you know, showing a newscast by saying arrests have been made, it'd be different. But they showed a newscast of the news reporter saying a different one, by the way, not the one that Mm. died good thing boke aren't real am i right <laughs> who knows how all this crazy stuff people died mass murdering people are he just lets them get up and say oh well you don't have superpowers
2: now so ha guess who's the real loser you brought up something that I really, really have to touch upon. So the way they set it up is there's the North and the South, and the South has a bunch of Bokeh. Like, the South has 95% of the Bokeh, and the North has 5%. Like, that's the exact numbers they give. Now, here's the thing. Bokeh are still not very well known in the North. Like, people don't really know who they are. My question is, how the fuck do they not know? It seems like the South has already killed all the humans that are in there, and it's just Bokeh. So if there was a huge genocide that went on in the South, which is what the series tells us happened, nobody in the north knows that they even exist how did you miss this this just started happening now
1: there's so many implications like i said earlier you know all these mass murderers are just allowed to walk. You know, he doesn't stop them when they turn human. And he's just like, oh, you're human now. What are you going to do? And just like with what you just said, you know, why are people noticing? I feel like everyone's just really stupid in this manga. It's
2: really stupid. Shit just happens. Uh, there, there's one moment where Sayu is holding a scroll that apparently has very important information that would teach Hino how to use his his uh, bulky powers. By the way, he is a Nikogami, which is like a sexy cat lady and she drops the scroll which causes her to somehow fall through the floor
0: well they said it was like oh it's shitty flooring so like
2: oh well okay
0: yeah let's just hang out in the like the worst like maintained part of the house
2: yeah whatever and like the scroll is apparently so heavy that just falling on it makes her crash through the fucking floor and by the way hino reaches out to grab her grab pulls her skirt off in the process
0: You know what would have made that scene actually worth it is if she fell, but then she got stuck because like her boobs are so big. That would have made it worth it, David. I agree.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That would have made the entire having giant boobs actually have a purpose. That was the only thing I know of what I would have done differently for this series.
2: You know what? If that happened, I would have given the series more credit, actually.
0: I would've legitimately thought the series was being shitty on purpose if that had happened. (laughs) Yeah. So though one thing I just want to talk about in terms of something I really hated was completely unrelated to anything that's been talked about before, is the police element pretty much had zero purpose. I originally added like the missioner, and I actually thought that was like one of the cooler parts of the series. And they were like, let's make them relevant for two chapters and pretend there isn't this really interesting supernatural police force that's in the background doing absolutely nothing Oh, can nothing we please irrelevant. just
2: talk about how in the fir- the first murder that occurs, uh, the woman is cut in half. And we mentioned on the chibi, it's really funny how you see this woman cut in half and then they're like, hmm, she died from being cut in half and blood loss. But they refer to it later in the series and they call it the cut in half murder. Like, yeah. what? It's a little specific. You don't use her name. You don't, like, uh, say, oh, the murder that happened the other day. No, it's the cut-in-half murder. That's probably a bad translation issue, Yeah, let's but be even fair. in Japanese, like, I'm assuming they're using some other word for that, like, some word that implies cut-in-half, which is still, like, come on, man. Like, if someone gets shot in the head, do you go around and be like, he got the gunshot murder? Okay,
1: would
0: you have liked it better if they called it the hash-slinging slasher murder? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> reborn i feel like you had some other thoughts that you wanted to talk about as well i just want to make sure i got a word in i believe it's chapter
1: 15 the time skip happens <laughs> and, the, and yeah. the series ends on chapter 18 so yeah. chapter 16 is the weird slice of life one we talked about this earlier there's the baseball guy it really feels like after this chapter is when the uh mangaka got the memo that the series was being canceled because he goes from casual slice of life to everyone is suddenly in town for a festival and also the big bad guy had a plan all along and also (laughs) all this plot devices and also a brother exists. It's just
0: like, okay, so... It's enough plot for like 20 chapters. Yeah, and just for the record, by the way, so usually they know when they have three chapters left because that's, I think, how it works. The jump just says finish it in three chapters and then you're done.
1: If it was four chapters then they could have not had a time skip and it just ended there. And that would have been a much better ending.
2: This series, the big problem with it is, and we we bring this up on a lot of other series, but oh my God, it's so much worse here. There's no focus. Like the broad overarching plot is uh, the South is trying to get access to Akebako, which is uh, a cow that can destroy everything, I guess. And they introduce Akebako and then immediately say, oh, it's over. Akebako left. So that's that's dissipate. We, we get exactly one chapter where there's tension where it's like, okay, we have to protect this little girl because she has Akabako and then no, she doesn't have it anymore. It's gone.
0: Yep, it's, it, we yeah. solved it. I'm actually, though, impressed, though, how little happens in everything, despite there being mountains of text. Like that was probably the most painful thing was so many panels, so much text. Holy shit. I don't understand how they could say so much or so little with so many words.
2: I would argue that actually, David, a lot happens. It's just that none of it matters.
1: You know what, you're right. I have read enough Hunter X Hunter. I didn't even notice it was a lot of words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should read Build King after this. Oh, God. Build King. And then... uh I feel like we've really dunked on this along the character section, so I I don't have anything I really really feel pressed about that. I feel like we didn't talk about. Does anyone have anything they want to talk about? Are you guys cool if we actually might? I mean, into there's the just so
2: much bad shit. Like I could sit here and talk forever about little awful things that happen, little really weird shit. So I'm I'm fine with moving on to the what it did well section. We can get that out of the way. It is very tiny. <laughs> It's almost overwhelming
0: the sheer amount of terrible things about this series. So, just for the sake of making sure this episode isn't two hours long, let's just go into the positives. So, Jordan, as by far the most positive person in this chat, why don't you tell us what were some things that you actually did enjoy about the series? I
2: thought that some of the monster designs looked really cool. Some of them were genuinely like kind of creepy looking, kind of interesting. Like uh, when Akibako turns into like this legitimately kind of creepy like cow dragon, I was like, oh okay, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I'm I'm into that. I mean, the thing is, it's like the plot's so hard to follow that it kind of ruins it like you don't really uh get like the positives like that many positives for it but still i didn't hate hino as a character he was just kind of nothing i guess there was some
0: like two full panel spreads i thought were actually really cool like when they see the uh bokeh town or city whatever district for the first time that art was really cool one thing that stood out to me was actually the series I'm going to guess by accident made everything actually make sense where when they're on the rooftop and they're having the rooftop fight and how the main characters get saved by vanilla ice and the hammer guy and they came out of nowhere but actually if you look at the pieces of that situation it perfectly made sense because they had just been doing training that um, the ice guy had made them do so he knew where they were and there was a giant explosion and so it's really not that unreasonable for the ice guy to say there was an explosion right by where he was training something is probably Going on. So I was like, you actually earn this kind of pseudo Deus Ex Machina, which is definitely a huge pain in the ass when characters show up out of nowhere just because it's very easy writing and it looks cool.
2: This series does this a couple times where it does something and you expect it to be really stupid and then it isn't as stupid as you thought it was. Yeah. Like, so the little girl falls into a coma, and she is not responding to anybody for, like, uh, for like, a m- months or some shit. And then they just randomly get a call where it's like, oh, the little girl woke up, and she's accepting visitors. And I'm just thinking, that's fucking stupid. And then it turns out that uh, actually what happened was the uh, police detective or whatever was threatened into making that call. So actually it was like, okay, so that, that was supposed to be weird. All right, whatever, I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Report. how about you? It was What were some things that stood out to you as positives? The Hideaway
1: World is cool. So it, it's a trope in a lot of manga, a lot of series, even comic books, for the protagonists to have an escape from their own world. And nine times out of ten, the escape is, you know, it's pristine. It looks beautiful. It, it's purposely made to be flaunty. But in this show, the Hideaway World is a shithole, which I really yeah. love.
2: It looked very <laughs> cool. We
1: mentioned earlier, one of the girls just falls through the floor, and one of the characters is like, hey, yeah, the floor's rotted, be careful. You know yep. what? I like that. I-, I like that a lot. I like the idea of the hideaway world being like, well, we can't get a carpenter in here to fix it, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: in this economy? <laughs> oh, we gotta have the magic uh, carpentry up. Oh,
2: well, wait, carpentry, we'll just get a guy from Build King! <laughs>
0: Hey, we saw the talking house, so clearly, as I posted in the Discord, they're in the same cinematic universe. There
2: were things in this series that made me laugh, and to this day, or or to this moment, I don't know which ones were intentional and which ones were unintentional. Like, when they cut the school in half, they have that guy saying, it's just a prank, and it's like, well, I don't uh, this is all really funny, but I don't know which parts are supposed to be funny and which parts are not. Yeah. I will say, though, the
0: art does improve. Yes. And you can actually, looking at his porn now, which, yeah, I really didn't think I'd ever say that on the show. Yeah, looking at his porn, it's actually quite well drawn. So the guy clearly puts a lot of effort into improving his um,
2: art. Um, um, um. You already talked about how much he loved the VTube. This artist, you can tell he's good at, like, splash pages. If you tell him, hey, draw, like, one image disconnected from any kind of plot, yeah, you can do it. You can do it pretty damn well. When you try and ask him to connect it to something, though, no, no, it doesn't work.
0: It's like Steve Ditko, where I think it was like he drew all the art and then a writer created the, and then someone wrote the dialogue after Steve Ditko made the (laughs) art for Spider-Man. That actually happened in the Doom comic too, where they, they made the art first and then the guy had to create dialogue to explain everything. That's why the dialogue makes like no sense. But it's the best dialogue ever. You have huge guts. Blood and gore. Rip and tear. What a great series. Alright, yeah. so uh a Doom Crossover actually is a really cool area where the series could have gone in that it's not. It would have just had the Doom guy killing everyone, yes. which would have been a great ending. But let's actually get into where it could have gone. As I alluded to in the negatives, I think the police helmet was really cool. Like it would be cool to have like a supernatural detective agency where they're like friends with some of the spirits and yeah. stuff. You know, like maybe a ghost detective, as that's a real deep <laughs> cut reference for Jordan. Maybe like I tell C, but about like supernatural uh-huh. murders. Now that's a crossover. <laughs> Focus oh, on an ITLC. Yeah. And that I think really would have added a structure because this series just, it didn't even have a good foundation. You could not repair this series and have it be remotely anything like what it currently is.
1: I disagree with you, actually. Oh, yeah? I mentioned this before, but if this was an Isekai and it's like, oh, he's in another world. Okay, you suddenly don't have to make dedicate pages to explaining what happened to his family. He's just in another world. I think that would have added a lot to it. Like, instead of being in the real world, you know, where there's issues of how do these people not know about these, uh, you know, yokai. I get what you mean, yeah. And it would also solve the ending. Like, he could just be like, all right, later, I'm out and go <laughs>
2: home. If this was an izakai, it wouldn't have been good, but it would have been a lot better. I I could see that. The main issue here is this shit needed to be simplified. There is too much shit going on, nothing is properly laid out, So instead of, like, understanding and taking the time to, like, absorb what's happening, you're just immediately introduced to new shit. Like, they're still introducing new powers for Bokai, Bokei, whatever the fuck, towards the very end of the fucking series. And it's just, like, you barely laid out what they could do with just what you have laid out so far, and you're still adding shit? Like, with, like, the evil brother... You already introduced a deadbeat dad, like a shitty deadbeat dad. You didn't have to introduce a brother. You could have just played up the deadbeat dad. You could have had him be the bad guy. But now you have two family members that we don't know shit about. And the dad never matters. He doesn't matter at all. It's like the Iron Knight dad. Oh, God. They had
1: to explain why the main character was working as a 15-year-old, so they had to make his dad deadbeat so then he get a job, so then the reporter could knock over boxes, so then the reporter could also film him using psychic powers so they could teleport to the van. You see, what the author really <laughs> wanted to do here was teleport him into a van with the reporter, and this was how they did it. You yeah. know, it, it's a little insane, but, you know, the methodology makes sense. <laughs> well,
2: I don't know why I say the methodology makes sense. <laughs>
1: No, the series is trash. Entirely sarcasm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> like, for instance, the fact that the little girl was Akibako, they could have had a thing where, like, all the good guys have to, like, protect her or something, and there's, like, tension because, like, oh my god, when are the bad guys gonna show up and take her or whatever? But no, they resolve it immediately. It just isn't something you have to worry about. Don't worry about it.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh my god
2: oh um one other idea i appreciate that
0: they actually explicitly say that bokeh and uh yokai are different things and i think it would have been cool to actually show the yokai and instead of having this north south shit they could have had bokeh versus yokai <laughs> yeah as like the actual war which i think would have been yeah. a lot more interesting and then helped explain because the majority of the time I'm reading this series, I was just like, why are these not called yokai? Cause they seem to be almost the same yeah. thing.
2: And yeah, as as you've pointed out in the chibi, I tried finding bulk boke- because the way they describe it, it seems like it must be something existent in uh Japanese culture. I can't find a single fucking thing about him. I think Tucker said it's a Chinese word. Oh. Double checking Tucker's
0: notes, it seems to originate from a Chinese word for like a tattoo punishment, which makes sense because he remember he gets that tattoo on his hand which never matters after that oh yeah it seems like the offer kind of cream up with this idea but again it doesn't make sense why you didn't just make them exactly
2: yokai. yeah if you did a yeah. find and replace on this entire series with both for with bokeh for yokai it does not make the series worse at all and makes it just slightly better just very slightly better makes it slightly easier to understand the concept because now he's not explaining something yeah, at, or at the very least it's not a word that is confusing to the reader you know I had one last mis- uh, thought of Harry Connors. I think the PTSD element... Could have been cool, like to
0: show him, like confusing, like when she holds up the coin in the second chapter, and he gets flashbacks to how his like training with the scientist, and that like st- you know activates something in him. That's a cool idea. Like I think we've talked about before. That was why I like some parts of Hellborn is this whole psychological PTSD, their repercussions for the violence, you know, bringing children into these things that a lot of series just kind of ignore. Like it was the main plot of the last season of Steven Universe. But I don't trust this author to have done a very good job of handling that topic well. But it is still an idea that he put in, and then he just maybe he realized, hey, this isn't a topic i'm gonna be good at talking about or maybe the editors like don't talk about ptsd in a magazine for 12 year olds but they drop it pretty yeah, fast so
2: so he was just like well i won't do it i already set it up but uh let's not do it <laughs> like everything else that he does in this fucking series like i don't even think an editor told him i think he forgot
0: well power to him because nah. it was not a good idea <laughs> okay
2: speaking though
0: of good ideas though do you guys want to go to miscellaneous oh thoughts? yeah i got a big one that i need to talk about jordan i know you are very excited about one of your miscellaneous thoughts, so. Reborn, why don't you start things off? Hell yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh (laughs) Jordan, go for it.
2: There's like a weird game show that occurs at some point. After uh, Hino saves sayu there is a little bit of backstory that this weird uh, scientist from a paranormal agency who seems to be like a James Randi type whose point is to like disprove psychic powers except when it isn't or something. They put Hino on TV and broadcast him all throughout Japan, I, I, I assume, where they just have him struggling horribly to try and bend a spoon On TV like he can't do it And the whole time there is like this creepy Tiny old man with no nose Who's just like ah he's a Faker this little kid is a Fucking fake everybody laughs at the little Kid who's a fucking liar on TV And not a real hero it's one Of the most insane things I've read In a manga (laughs) It just completely confused the Shit out of me but I kinda loved it for how Insane it was Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) this series is is fucking nuts. Oh my god, my mind has been blown. What happened? That's also another thing that Mob Psycho touched on.
0: You guys haven't even talked about Mob Psycho, because we talked about our conversation in the chat, but you guys actually haven't mentioned it at all. Mob
1: Psycho hits on every single plot point this show does, from the game show thing, to the older brother issue, to the uh, socially awkward kid having superpowers. The only thing it doesn't have is terribleness. But, like, every other thing Mob Psycho hits in strides that this series just completely fails at. The
2: thing is, this series is one of the worst manga I've ever read, and, uh, Mob Psycho is straight up one of the best anime I've ever seen in my life, so...
1: If you boil them down, there's a lot of plot points that are the same. One excels, the other drops the ball completely.
2: Yeah. One, or One, or however you say, is a very good writer, whereas this guy is very much not. So... (laughs) I mean, his
1: more recent work has very... I read it for the plot, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) The plot, the plot. Big plot. His characters have, like, two
2: very large plots, don't they?
1: Other than that, the only thing I wanted to mention is that... With the folklore of this show not pulling directly from Japanese mythology, I- I- I'm a little weirded out by that. Like, it, it felt yeah. like a lot of these concepts could have just been pulled from Japanese mythology. I-, I feel like the author might be a Westaboo, because, you know, the North-South racial purity. It feels like it's referring to something in the real world, and I'm just a little confused. <laughs>
2: Hey, I'll help you out a little bit. 90% of the uh, of manga that we've read, I've noticed, has weirdly been like a World War II metaphor. Yeah, like Red Sprite, which is a metaphor for the creation of yeah, Israel. Yeah, that was crazy. But when Akebako first uses her powers, it creates a mushroom cloud. Hmm. What? Yeah, crazy? There's a mention that Akebako last time it activated killed 6 million people and uh, the bad guys want racial purity so there is absolutely some kind of there might be some kind of metaphor going on I don't think it's civil war but I think it's something Uh,
1: (laughs) yeah no it's uh oh boy that reference there makes the ending even worse because they remove the bokeh so there is racial purity and I don't like that in the ending yeah
0: (laughs) yeah There's still a lot of problematic things about yeah. this series. JonTron would love it, though. JonTron would love this series a lot, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think we've talked about JonTron quite enough for someone who's cancer. We're gonna get flagged on YouTube if we mention him too many
1: Beetle times. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice,
0: <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity, David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else, Missileas thoughts? Oh, when they said he turned into a cat god, I just had Rap God like, in my head. And I was like, oh, that would have been a good cover. I've turned into a cat god, cat god.
2: <laughs> I got my wind powers, wind powers.
1: <laughs> All the front people in the back, not nah, back, not. Nah.
2: What if there was a series where somebody turned into the, uh, the yokai of rap?
0: Oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> it's just per rap of the rapper. Oh, what if it was instead of North South, it's East Coast, West Coast yeah. fight?
2: Oh god.
0: All sorrow by rapping? There should be an anime like that.
1: Listen, no, 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 no. Not by this guy. The bad part would be if their music was so good that they sold an album, and then the album retroactively made the manga good.
0: (laughs) You mean like how the porn retroactively made the series good? Yes, yes, yes! (laughs) Alright, you know, fuck it. Um, I don't even <laughs> nothing fucking matters anymore. I know, let's just let's just let's just wrap this up earlier, we can all look at his porn together in the Discord. <laughs> but not actually. <laughs> God. No. All right. I don't even care about any of my other notes. I just don't want to talk about this series anymore. I wanna talk about something I actually like. So are you guys cool yeah. if we go to the final verdict? Yeah. I'm going to start by reading two six-word summaries that were submitted by people. First one is by T. Wolfwood, nigh unreadable, not scary, extremely forgettable, and by Tucker, too bad to be kitty litter. So as always, I appreciate you guys reading it. Obviously, I can see why we had a lot less than Candy Flurry because a lot of people probably read the first chapter and were like, nope, I'm out. So I appreciate you two, though, still submitting some six-word summaries. Um, Fight on, you brave soldiers in the terrible manga read community. I support you, um,
2: comrade. And then, Jordan, what was your six-word summary? Everything happens so much. Horse ebooks. <laughs> you know they actually turned out that was a person
0: writing those tweets? Yeah, it was an ARG. <sighs> it sucks. I know. All right, Reborn, how about you? Mob Psycho 100, if not good. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard some background noise. Do
1: you mind saying that again? Oh, sorry. Mob Psycho 100, if not good. My chair is just squeaky.
2: Don't know anything about that. That's so strange yeah jordan's the king of having being like jordan can you restate that because i got a different chair now <laughs> so it's fine there you go
0: bud that was pretty good i, I enjoyed that mine was actually talking about nursery as well where i said pokemon go read something else oh. hey.
1: <laughs> pokemon go read mob psycho <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Oh, man. The uh, the Dungeons and Daddies people did a Pokemon Go to the polls where they played this like president simulator game where it's a president and then the art people are his cabinet and they have to convince him and it was all Pokemon related <laughs> issues. And they like the Secretary of Defense is like, oh, we should have them join the military. <laughs> Be like your new WMD and shit. So is, is that your recommendation? No, I really, really like Dungeons and Daddies.
2: Okay, you, you convinced me. I, w- I will listen to
0: Dungeons and Daddies. Sure, let me just tell you this. So Beth May plays a mildly autistic father mm-hmm. named Ron Stamp. So they have a cell phone in the Forgotten Realms because it's like a plot. He goes, I'm going to call my friend Beth May to ask for advice about how to handle the situation. And so he calls Beth May and the DM has to play Beth May talking to Beth May playing her character. (laughs) That's pretty good. And I was like, this is the best fucking podcast I've ever listened to in my entire life. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just segue that. So I thought this was 100% certified flop. Go check out Dan to Dan. We are actually going to be doing a Patreon special about oh, it. Yeah. Thanks to everyone. It beat out two other series. So really fun series. I got Jordan on it. So I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. I think probably the manga that has done the best job of making testicles plot relevant.
2: Next to Gurren Lagann, maybe. And probably the best drawn eyebrows in the Shonen That's Jump world. Tough competition. But they're pretty good.
1: I do disagree with something you said here. I do not believe that this is a certified flop. I have seen the uh, VTuber model and watched the streams. I I think this is a 10 out of 10. Deserves a writing award. (laughs) Deserves the Pulitzer Award for writing. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Reborn. So, though, what what would you have said yesterday?
1: Zero out of 10. Burn it. Burn every single copy. yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought.
0: Let me see if did I get this right. Yours would be certified flop. Look at his porn instead. Or yeah, VTuber yeah, account is yeah. <laughs> your recommendation. Uh, but, well, well, okay. If
1: you want to watch something, Speedgrapher, an anime original. It's insanely good. It doesn't aim for the same audience. It's a sign-in, but it's a solid 9 out of 10. I, I highly recommend it. Mob Psycho, if you want to read something. Most people prefer the anime. The anime is also
0: a 10 out of 10, but the manga is still really, really good. Mm. Sounds good. Jordan, how about you? What are your thoughts and what would you recommend if you didn't think this? (laughs) Yeah, this is a flop. What do
2: you think? Oh, yeah, this is obviously a certified flop. I'm going to recommend something that is about as easy to follow as this series. Uh, Are you guys familiar with uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain? Holy Mountain is kind of the ultimate stoner movie. It's meant to make you feel like you're on an acid trip. And it does a pretty good job. But the thing is, the visuals are incredible. There's a lot of, like, actual symbolism there. And it has a good sense of humor about itself. And I genuinely really enjoy it. It's just kind of not for everybody. My other option was a Xavier Renegade Angel. (laughs) God, fuck off. That was a weird time in adulthood. It was. It was great, though. All right,
0: all right. So, though, Jordan... (laughs) Here's the big question. Everybody's waiting. Is this worse than Build King?
2: I don't think so, but that is not high praise. It's not much better than Build King.
0: I really think this was worse. I really just this was probably the most painful series I had ever had to read in my entire Shonen Flop career. Like I really was seriously considering let's just pivot
2: and make this a stealth Dandadan episode and just talk about that instead. I don't judge you for that opinion, but my god, I fucking hate Build King. I. Fucking hate build king so much (laughs) like don't get me wrong this series sucks this series is fucking trash but my god to be worse than build king like i don't think this artist is skilled enough to be worse than build king
1: i see you mentioned the notes phantom seer I've, i've had a i had a conversation with jordan about this i read chapter one and i was like this seems like it might go somewhere and i never touched it again how badly does it get oh
2: yeah no that's how i felt after reading chapter one of phantom seer as well Jordan, this is definitely worse than Famous Circus*.
0: Yeah. because Famous wasn't terrible, terrible. It was just super bland and it really didn't aspire to anything interesting. This is another one where it's like Beast Children level quality, but not so bad. It's good. It just stays bad. I agree. I just hate Famous <laughs> we Understandable. Have a nice day. All right. <laughs> so with that, though, you guys are ready to go to shout outs? Yeah, let's go. Props to Jordan for making the opening and ending theme, being a great co-host Aww. and helping with editing. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati and Nigel for being our generous art benefactor. Just a note, unfortunately, Shannon is starting to get too busy with school, so we are on the look for a new artist. She is giving us some recommendations, but if you happen to know anyone that you think would be a great uh, replacement for her, please reach out to us. You can email us, tweet us, or on the Discord, because we would absolutely love to have a seamless transition to our next artist. You get paid. It isn't for free. And then also thanks to Tucker for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. Also, thanks for sending us some notes. He's actually listening to this recording right now using his member of Shonen Flop Power. I also want to thank Nicole, Miriam, Adi for helping with social media. And David, thank you. Just uh, thank you for editing this. Oh, couldn't do it without you. And thanks for writing the Chibi You're episode. so bud. welcome. And as we talked about a little bit, be sure to join the Shonen Flop Discord. Come hang out with us, talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. We also have a book club and regular movie nights. We actually just saw Tucker and Dale versus Evil for our Halloween. And then next month, I believe we're going to watch City Hunter based on how apparently people say that's really fun series. That'll be a really fun French movie to watch. And if you've been enjoying this podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We have a ton of awesome perks ranging from exclusive mini episodes, deleted scenes, and you can even help us pick out what series we're going to cover next. Find at Patreon.com slash flop and on that note i want to give a thanks to our awesome patrons paradactyl ghost for being a chainsaw man level patron and gabe mark marty and t wolfwood for being king of the yeah. forest patrons t wolfwood is actually listening right now using up, his patreon t- power and if you're not ready for a regular commitment, consider buying some merch. We've got some really awesome cups, mugs, prints with things like the cover art for this episode or our infamous Gomez Moon shirt, which is personally still my favorite art we ever did. And no worries, though, if you can't help the show financially, if you can like, rate, review, or just tell a friend about it, it really does mean the world to us. We've been really growing our show, and I really look forward to the future of what it means to be continuing to do this podcast with all of our awesome fans. And we couldn't do it without support from you. But you know whose support we also couldn't do this show is from... Um, our ever terrific guest reborn pyro thank you so much for being on the show where can they find you this was
1: insanely fun you could find us at youtube.com slash that's s-h-r-e-d-d-i-t-o-r we have a very diverse cast the thing i have discovered through doing a year of shredder is no matter who you are no matter what walk of life you come from most normal people just hate toxic redditors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
0: I remember where we had this really long debate on Reddit, like on multiple threads about can a 19-year-old date a 30-year-old without it being weird? And so many people Uh, supported that.
1: We've definitely covered a lot. We've had a few people from Africa, South America. We haven't had anybody from Asia. We've had a lot of people from uh, Europe and one from Russia. Very
2: cool. Got to get some penguins from Antarctica.
1: Oh, that's right. Two continents we haven't covered. No one hates Reddit
2: more than Redditers. (laughs) We are not Redditors, though. <laughs> so you say, you just have a podcast where you read Reddit all the time. You're not Redditors.
0: Yeah, it's like one of those liberal gotcha. It's like, you say you hate capitalism, yet you pay your rent. <laughs> Explain that, liberal. Oh, no, I've been called out. Uh, 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 I'm
1: changing my name. I'm moving to a different... Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And then uh, where exactly can they find Shreddit? YouTube.com slash Shredditor. That's S-H-R-E-D-D. ITO You guys are
2: on uh Spotify and stuff now, I think, right?
1: Well, to be completely honest, I actually look what platforms you guys were on to figure out where how to move our show. So we so we're pretty much on every platform you guys Hell are. Hell yeah. On. Glad to hear it. It's a fun time, uh, people like us. We have a th- segment at the end where we read ABDL posts, <laughs> or we grab a post from the ABDL subreddit and make the guests read I it. Read of course, it, yeah. some of the bigger guests decline because they don't want a recording of their voice reading that. What is that subreddit? Adult baby diaper love. Yeah. All right,
0: yeah. Okay, so, all right. This has been a yeah. great recording.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I'll, I'll force you to read one next time. It's fine.
2: Thanks, I love it. I'll use, i use my baby voice. I'm sorry it's adult baby diaper lover by the way so yeah let's move on oh okay well that's that one's okay you
0: just you, you do a factory reset with the fetish exactly, and just yeah. get back to normal yeah it was like that 4chan I wrote a greed test for. this guy was like I was a little, I fapping to like really degenerate porn and then just the next day I was like I just want to see girls making out bikinis it was like did my did my f- like brain do a factory <laughs> reset <laughs> okay so anyway though go to sign off this has been David this has been Jordan this has
2: been pyro and you've been listening to shonen flop keep on flopping floppers yeah yeah did it